0: Patrick Bid David jumps into some interesting true conspiracies that have to do with some of the things you might be seeing in an ideology that is far too common and how it connects to China, overpopulation and the environment.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify.
2: There, there, there's, there's there's go. a lot of different fears people have. There's a lot of different fears people have. There, you know, there's a fear about overpopulation. Oh, that's one of the biggest fears that we have was overpopulation. Elon Musk comes out and talks about we the underpopulation population. Yeah, yeah, you know, we need we a- You guys heard this?
0: Overpopulation. Overpopulation. Listen to how Patrick with David brings this
2: up. If you go really look at the founder of Planned Parenthood and see what the hell her vision was and how she was worried about all these kids being made and if you see her interview with Wallace, just go watch this 26-minute interview with Wallace and you'll see what she says. When he asked the question, do you believe there's such a thing as a sin? Do you think we're committing sins by preventing these kids? No, I think we're doing the right thing because these kids shouldn't be born in this difficult life and all this other stuff. No problem. Statistically speaking and then morally speaking, I'll give you statistically...
0: Darkness. Overpopulation, which by the way, I know men in their 20s that have nothing to do with the red pill community that are getting vasectomies before they've ever had kids because of overpopulation. Overpopulation is something that is flaunted from everywhere across the environmental, it's irresponsible to have more babies nonsense, and all the way down to. Obviously, what we saw in China with the one-child policy and how that backfired, okay? And this is directly correlated with the, I think, undergirding of this ideology that says it is not a unique individual with unique DNA and a unique right to live that's inside of the mom, that it's just a clump of cells,
2: quote-unquote, and it's just a mother's body. First, and then we'll go morally. Statistically, China, when you look at their population, a, a inverted pyramid... Is when a society is healthy, meaning a, a, a pyramid is where society is healthy. Meaning the youngest at the bottom, zero to four, in China, 1950, the biggest percentage of the China's population, in 1950, you can pull this up as well, was zero to four. Yeah. Okay, then it's five to eight and all this other stuff, yeah. right? When- so a healthy population. that, Well, shoot, ah, ah, ah,
0: ah! Somebody's gonna clip it. Somebody's gonna clip it. Me trying to give you a a parallel of a, a, a healthy pyramid. Okay, so just imagine a pyramid. I'm not going to do it with my hands, all right? Because some of you guys are going to be like, Ruslan's in the Illuminati. Okay, so imagine a pyramid. How do I even? Okay, you guys know what a pyramid is. On the bottom, he's saying that the bottom of the pyramid, a healthy society, there's more babies being born on the bottom of the pyramid and and, and less older people. He said China has an inverted pyramid. There's more old people than there are new babies being born. That's similar in America right now. Our birth rates are dropping.
2: Okay. When you look at their age. So today, China's a the complete opposite. They have tons, tons of old people, not of, of old young people. people support them, and yeah. their cost right. of Medicare just twenty years ago was half a trillion dollars. Last year was eight trillion dollars. That's a lot of money. They wow. don't know what to do with this. They're, they're dealing with this four to one rule, which is for every one kid, he has to take care of two of his parents and four of his grandparents. Yeah. But 1978, 1979, they came up with the one-child policy. China took it. Uh, they used to do four, five, six kids. Yeah. Per now, it's one point one is where they are. So mm-hmm. in U.S. Do they wanna? Do they wanna?
3: Oh under... sh! Is this our democratic freeway? of combating a rising population? By- is this the way we combat a rising population? With the deletion of
0: babies, framed as a woman's right to choose? Darkness. It's all clicking for Schultz. Is it clicking for you yet? Is it clicking
3: for you yet? Getting. You see what China's, well, this is the. I'm talking about this is just a second ago we were talking about how do you plan out 100 years and who are these figures that are planning out 100 years in America we can't say you're just going to have one you're just going to have one kid because we by the way there's a great documentary
0: about this how barbaric this one child policy was it's on Amazon Prime you should watch it it's dark and and the sad part is how much of a anti-pro-life documentary it was and it could have been a pro-life documentary but turned into an anti-pro-life documentary which is just even more
3: darkness Put freedom in the Constitution.
0: And he's saying we can't do that here because we have a democratic republic and people have freedom, but you can tell people you you can create an ideology where babies and human life isn't as valued and then manipulate the population into thinking it's actually their autonomy and a woman's right.
3: Tush in the beginning, and I know the powers that be right now are like what f- idiots did that 1776 has made my life so difficult. Now I gotta manipulate Americans into doing something that they might not want to do through the guise of freedom. It's all clicking. Is it clicking for you yet? So, holy sh- they see the advantage that China might have by reducing their population. We have to find a way to reduce our population. Great and now strategy. you got women on the streets going to scoop those babies out of your uterus.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This is a sickness of the
0: highest order. And the sad part is that this entire thing backfired for China. They're struggling. Their society is really struggling right now. Because as you heard Patrick McDavid say, they got to have one kid. To provide for four parents and, old, and grandparents. Because you need young people to keep a society, a civilization going.
2: Uh, by the way, that's
0: one, though.
2: Planned Parenthood would be one element. Do you know what the other one is? Here's what the other one is. Yes. Okay, you saw Bill Maher
0: talking. <laughs> oh, all right. We're, this is going to get controversial.
2: This is going to get controversial. Buckle up. <laughs> Bill Maher, by the way, you saw what Bill Maher talked about? Have you ever seen the statistic by generation? Which generation has the most eligible? numbers. Have you seen this? Can you pull up uh, community by generations? Okay. Yeah. And then he, Bill Mar says, listen, at this pace by 2047 we're all going to be okay because that's just kind of it used to be 0.5% then 1% of the generation then it's 2% then yeah. it's 4% then it's 5% then now it's like 24% of the generation of 20% of Gen Z identifies as a
0: part
3: of the
0: LGTV community.
3: Is, is LG. Pushback someone would give for this argument is those were times when being not accepted yeah. and now's the time when it's being accepted so all those people that were in the closet have now come out of the closet that's the pushback that
2: and the flip on that would be there's a major uh, uh, churches are losing today to the church of lology okay mm-hmm. these guys are baptizing people into their community better than anybody else is doing it i had a guest on the podcast from uh, against groomers this guy was on shout out to against, against groomers he says I'm-, but here's what we don't like we don't like putting that into people's thoughts people's schooling like books right now you buy a book it's called it's normal uh, or GBCs, and it says here's how boys have sex with boys at 10 years old here's that girls this is a sickness of the highest order Yeah, we'll have sex pictures and images in the book by the way yeah and you know some parents are sitting there saying look man it's a few things you got to know i teach my kids i raise my kids it ain't your job this ain't mm. no village these are not your kids these are my kids so yeah. you Say no village you either have to subscribe to the fact that these are your kids are america's kids or your kids are your kids
0: that's what biden said my kids aren't america's kids buds. my kids are my kids
2: if you subscribe to the idea that your kids are america's kids let them groom your kids no problem be at it but if you think these are your kids then you got to raise your kids with the values and principles that you got yeah you pick and choose that is a form that is a philosophy that you got to make a decision which one you're more comfortable with a lot of parents are not this is why people are moving to florida and this is why some of the guys are more comfortable being in florida than in some of these other states some states are fighting this so again going back to this this conversation started with george soros then he went to esg then he went to di you know cei then hrc then coming down to the depopulation all this stuff who knows what their motives are but some are thinking this could be one of them
3: and that's george soros wants to depopulate in america
2: george soros wants an open society because he is A globalist that does would like to have an open borders, open society. If you Google open society.
0: So this idea of depopulation. Okay, check this out. This is not conservative. This is not Christian. Okay, this is Economics Explained. Okay, Economics Explained is a YouTube channel that covers macroeconomic issues and trends. And listen to this clip from the video. Do we need more or less children? Okay, so remember... A lot of what you're going to hear on why we need to get off of uh, meat, a lot of what you're going to hear about the environment, a lot of what you're going to hear about all these things is that they are a crisis to the population of our world
4: and our world is, is going to collapse. Manage depopulation might be starting to sound like a small price we have to pay now for a more prosperous future tomorrow. Manage depopulation sounds like a good price to pay. Listen. Manage depopulation might be starting to sound like a small price we have to pay now
0: for a more prosperous future tomorrow. For a more prosperous future tomorrow. Okay. Manage depopulation. Okay. So when you hear a lot of the stuff that's coming from the radical environmentalist, right? It's about managing depopulation. They want to depopulate the planet. I would say this is also influencing how people are viewing life as less sacred, both for the termination of elderly people and in determination of babies, right in the womb. And so there's a lower view of life. Why? Because they they don't they're trying to depopulate. Okay. So now listen to the
4: flip side of this. There are a lot of economists that disagree, and think that the only way that we can secure our future is by growing out of our problems. It's true that infinite growth in a finite world is impossible, but that's only true because of the technicality that infinite anything is basically impossible. Never mind with our current understanding of economics, but even with our current understanding of physics, eventually we will run out of particles to ascribe value to. On a more tangible level, yes, our resource use is growing rapidly as the world is supporting a larger and wealthier population that is traveling more, consuming more, and getting used to comforts like air conditioning in larger homes.
0: Hey, you wanna see something kinda crazy? Over 75% of the people that watch this channel are not subscribed. Please consider subscribing and turning your bell notification on so that you don't miss anything we have going here.
4: But our economic output is growing much faster than our resource usage. Our economic output,
0: all you all the environmentalists, all you
4: goobers, our economic output is growing faster than our resource usage. Between 1985 and 2010, the use of global resources like minerals, ores, fossil fuels and biomass has roughly doubled from just over 40 billion tons per year to slightly less than 80 billion tons per year. In the same time period, global GDP increased five times over, from $12.5 trillion to $66.5 trillion. Unfortunately, only these 35 years overlapped in any reliable sources we could find for these two sets of information. The IMF only started recording global GDP figures from 1985, and the resource usage figures from the European Environmental Agency stopped in 2010. Going off other figures that did align with these two sources but were not from official organisations, global GDP has grown from roughly $4 trillion in the year 1900 to $105 trillion today. A 26-fold increase in the last 123 years okay now listen to population growth global resource usage is up from 10 billion tons in 1900 to 100 billion tons today a 10-fold increase interesting isn't it our global gdp grew by 26 from over 100 years ago and our global resource usage only grew by 10x so we're producing roughly twice as much output with the same resources as we were 123 years ago that's the beauty of innovation
0: that's the beauty of technology. It's not a zero-sum game. The more you can innovate, the more efficient you can become. The more efficient you can become, the more people can get better access and better resources.
4: In the same way, there's way less people in poverty and starving now than there were 30 years ago. Time period: the global population rose from 1.6 billion to just over 8 billion today. The way that an economy can so that's the growth of the population. It's only been five x. level. So, if you look at these numbers,
0: the overall quality of life, the the, the GDP, the revenue that's being generated. The lack of global usage with a population that only increased 5x is
4: extremely optimistic for what the future holds. Population rose from 1.6 billion to just over 8 billion today. The way that an economy can produce higher levels of output with less resources is by using technology and technical know-how to add more value to those resources. Technology and technical know-how to add more value to those resources. We use the example all the time, but a ton of iron ore can be worth a little bit of money if it's turned into steel beams, Mm -hmm. more money if it's turned into a car, and a lot of money if it's turned into fine Swiss watches. Mm -hmm. All of these outputs have used the same amount of resources, but have all contributed very different amounts to total Mm -hmm. economic output. Modern technology allows us to do even better than that as well. We use basically no non-renewable resources to produce this video that hundreds of thousands or hopefully even millions of people will watch and learn something from mm-hmm. that has economic value but it would only be possible with modern pieces of capital that's right. computers and the internet that's right now we would still have this capital even if our population started to decline but we might miss out on making further advancements more Ooh. people in the world means that there are more opportunities for technological breakthroughs that more people in the world means there's more opportunities for more technological breakthroughs could change our world forever If someone like Tesla, Da Vinci, Bosch, Babbage, Curie, Einstein, or Turing is a one in a billion occurrence, then having 8 billion people in the world makes it more likely that humanity will benefit from breakthroughs dreamt up by people like this. Hello, more people means that
0: more options to solve bigger problems will be brought up. And I'm going to show you guys an actual solution to the environmental crisis that is apparently right on the horizon for us in a moment.
4: We would simply not be able to feed the people alive today if it wasn't for the Haber-Bosch process that made it possible to mass-produce fertilizers. Aha, innovation. Now, even with 10 times the population, the world has much greater food security than it did 200 years ago before we had this technology.
0: Who would have thought? Who would have thought that innovation would lead to more people having more access to food? You mean it's not a zero-sum game? You mean that there isn't just so many limited pieces of the pie? No, with innovation, more people get access to more food. And look at those numbers. Technology
4: has a compounding effect on population, which in turn has a compounding effect on technology. Mm -hmm. If industrial fertilizers were never made, then someone like Alan Turing may never have been born to create the modern digital computer. Technology also has a compounding effect on technology. If we didn't have computers, we wouldn't have the internet. And if we didn't have the internet, we wouldn't have all of the tools that we use every day to run our global economy. The substitution of human labor with capital that we explored earlier in the depopulation argument is still possible with a growing population. It just means that we can do more with more instead of the same with less. We could do more with more instead of doing the same with less. It also means we're more likely to invent these technologies to make it all possible in the first place. Having more people with more access to more capital, all other things being equal, will lead to greater developments in technology that will accommodate more output with less use in the long term. Of course, in the long term, humanity could develop the technology to become multi-planetary and harvest the resources of the entire solar system in an economically viable way. Commentators supporting the argument for population growth will argue that developments like that are more likely to happen if we have more people working on the problem. Mm -hmm. Some of these commentators, like Elon Musk, are obviously very directly invested in making that kind of future a reality. Shout out to Elon Musk
0: out here having a gajillion babies with a gajillion different women. I would not recommend that. I think that's an L. However, depopulation is not where we need to be going. I think we are underpopulated.
4: If economic success is defined by having the highest possible output figure, then population growth is the best strategy. But if economic success is defined with GDP per capita or quality of life metrics, then it gets a bit harder to project. Endless growth is the riskier strategy. We aren't guaranteed to develop technologies that can push economic growth faster than population growth. And if we can't, then quality of life will quickly start heading in the wrong direction. It's also difficult to account for variables like climate change.
0: Okay, so climate change, right? Watch this. I'm going to show you guys something
4: crazy about climate change you guys probably didn't hear
0: about because this is amazing, amazing news that is not making mainstream news because they want to keep you afraid that the whole world is going to collapse and by the year 2030, if we don't make huge changes, right?
1: Of a big potential breakthrough in clean energy technology. This was reported out by the Washington Post based on a new paper in some development here. Take a look at this. They say scientists find way to make energy from air using nearly any material. Let me read from this report because otherwise I will butcher the breakthrough here. They say,
0: Making energy from air? That sounds a lot like innovation in technology.
1: Nearly any material can be used to turn the energy in air humidity into electricity, scientists found in a discovery that could lead to continuously producing clean energy with little pollution. That research, which was published in a paper in Advanced Materials builds on 2020 work that first showed energy could be pulled from the moisture in the air using material harvested from bacteria. A new study shows nearly any material, such as wood or silicon can be used as long as it can be smashed into small particles and remade with microscopic pores. There are many questions about how to scale the product. That is the primary um, sort of impediment here. The device itself is really super tiny size of a fingernail thinner than a single hair it's dotted with tiny holes known as nanopores they have a diameter smaller than 100 nanometers or less than a thousandth of the width of a strand of human hair and what they envision Is that you could have roughly a billion of these things which are called air gens stacked to be about the size of a refrigerator and that could produce enough energy to at least partially power a home in they say ideal conditions they imagine because you can use any material because it's so small it could be in the paint in the walls this is all i I understand it to be a ways off but still exciting when you have this kind of possibility when you have this type of research that is being undertaken with you know at least some sliver of a chance that it could completely transform the way that we do energy production
0: the way that we do energy production. Who would have thought that human beings who are created in the image of God can be this resilient? Who would have thought that we could figure out how to solve some of the biggest crises instead of telling people, don't have kids, go get a vasectomy in your 20s, go terminate that baby that's inside of you. Instead of telling people that sort of nonsense, "Don't, don't eat any more meat because it's bad for the environment, right? Instead of telling people that sort of stuff, you could actually figure out innovative ways to deal with some of the biggest issues that we're facing. Who would have thought? Yeah, I'm 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 not sure what to make of some of this stuff, but I am hopeful that humans, who are again extremely resilient and extremely fortunate to think of ways to solve problems, can do incredible things. Now, I'm not, by the way, when I say like don't eat meat uh, and, and that being attached to an ideology, what I'm not saying is that if you're a vegan or something like that, you're wrong. I'm specifically talking about the ideology that that downstreams from that oftentimes the folks who are making those sorts of nutritional vaca- uh, you know, decisions that are often just as dogmatic as radical fundamentalists will come from a place of overpopulation and I'm watching men, m- men get vasectomies in their 20s because of overpopulation and this sort of goofy stuff. It's it's kind of kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy, but there is somewhere that it downstreams from. And it is this ideology that uh, th- we have a population crisis. And the truth is that we need more people, not less people. That's the reality, right? That we're, we're we're better off, more productive, and it's and it's it's a good thing than uh than having less people so hey this is a segment from our daily after party stream consider partnering with us online for as little as five dollars a month to get access to these daily after party streams completely unedited You'll also get access to our podcast as they are streamed live into the community before anyone else gets to see them, get to interact with our guests, get access to our private Discord server, and a discount code for our store for as little as $5 a month. Ultimately, that will help towards helping us continue contextualizing the gospel using media and podcast here on YouTube. All right? I'll see you over there. Peace.